not knowing. I see your cousin at the apartment sometimes, Hannah says. He's a very quiet guy. I have to think for a moment. To eat such happy food and think about words at the same time is much work. Ganwar, I say, has many worries. He seems kind of sad, Hannah says. I look at the fry in my hand with its shiny coat of red. I only, I want only to eat and not to remember. But Hannah's words tug like tightrope on a calf's neck. Ganwar lost his father and his sisters when the fighting came, I tell her. Hannah nods. Her eyes are blue and gray, or maybe green. I can't be sure. I remember a kind doctor at the camp with such eyes. How did he lose his hand? Hannah asks in a gentle voice. <clears throat> I don't know the words for this. Some English words I hope I never learn. Men came with guns and knives to our village, I answer at last. To be in such fighting, says Nishan, is very bad. And what about your family? Jamie asks me. I stop eating. I take a breath. <sighs> my father and my brother, Luel, they were killed by the government men. I saw it. I pause as a memory pokes at me like a knife in my back. I was lucky to see, I add. Lucky? Anna asks. Her voice says she doesn't understand. Nishan looks at me with eyes that know of such things. Maybe Keck means lucky to know for sure, she explains. Not knowing is the hardest. Yes, I agree, the hardest. How about your mom? Hannah asks softly. I... Guilt grabs my throat. I will not go to that black place today. I try again. She'll come, I say. I'll wait here for her. Waiting is hard, too, Hannah says, and I can see that she also knows sad places. I push my tray away. I'm not so hungry anymore. Home. I take the school bus home. It's a long yellow car filled with screaming, laughing students and many paper balls wet with spit. I don't think it would be easy to drive such a car. My aunt is sleeping when I get home. Ganwar enters with a white basket under his arm. The washing machine's in the basement, he says. The what? I ask. The room, way down at the bottom of the stairs. I'll show you later. He surprises me with a smile like Luol might have made. A big brother making trouble smile. You'll like doing the wash. It's my job, but if you want, I might let you help. Sure, I say, although I don't trust that mischief smile. I remember well how Luol and Ganwar used to tease and test me. Always I was the little child with foolish ideas and silly ways. Always they were too old to bother with me, unless it was for their own fun. The door to my aunt's room opens, and she comes out slowly, yawning and stretching. How was school, she asks. You would not believe it, I say. They teach you and feed you, and I have my own desk. We're going to visit the zoo where animals live and the plan, planetarium where stars live. And I'm going to learn how to dunk slam in the class called P.E. Slam dunk, Gunwar cracks. Good, my aunt says. Good boy. And she fills a kettle with water to put on the cooking fire. 
I want to tell her more, but I can see that her mind is visiting other places. I think maybe I'll like living here in America, I say to Ganwar. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. But you'll never really feel like an American, Ganwar says. You'll see. Why, I ask. Ganwar shrugs. Because they won't let you. He tosses the basket on the sofa. I'm out of here, he says, switching to English. Be home by my aunt begins, but Ganwar is already gone. Time. My aunt sighs and leans against the counter. He's just not happy here, she says. I know it's been hard for him, but he doesn't try. She rubs her eyes. I have to go work, Keck. I've got an early shift. Eat what you like and go to bed by eight. I learned o'clocks at the camp, I say. It is called telling time, but why not use the sun and the stars? My aunt points to the tiny clock strapped to her arm. Here in America, this is the sun. You'll get used to it for now. Just get some sleep. I watch her put on her heavy coat. She isn't even at work yet, and already she's tired. I go to the door with her. Are you? I stop, then try again. Are you glad that you're here? My aunt seems surprised that I would ask such a question. She thinks for a moment. <clears throat> the freedom is a great gift, she says, to choose your leaders, to walk the streets unafraid. But it's lonely here, and she hesitates hard to change when you are older, to learn new words, new ways. That is big work. But for you and Ganwar, it will be easier. That's my hope, anyway. I watch through the window as she tracks a path. Through new snow falling, her footprints catch the flakes, then vanish like pebbles in quicksand. Helping. When my aunt leaves, the apartment grows hushed as the air before a storm. I turn on the TV machine, but the words are too fast coming. My aunt had looked so wary. I wonder how I can help. In the cooking fire room are many dirty dishes. Maybe I can clean them for my aunt. I've seen her wash some plates in the sink with bubbles, but now there are many dishes stacked high. Ganwar said the machine for washing was in the way down at the bottom of the stairs room. Maybe that's what his basket is for. Carefully, I place the cups and saucers and plates in the basket. With my special key, I lock the apartment door just as Dave warned me to do. Then I carry the basket of dishes down the stairs to the room of washing. It's good to be a helping person. If my father were here, he would be proud, I think. An ache in my chest comes throbbing like an old bruise. The way down room smells like a rainy day. I see six white boxes with doors. Some are making noise. I find a sleeping one and open the top. One by one, I put the dishes into the hole. Then I close the top and wait. While all around me, the machines hum and talk.